Hello, friends, and welcome to a brand new edition of Drunk Discussions, or maybe this is a much older edition, depending on when you are listening to this, I suppose. I have been on vacation for a couple of weeks, so there hasn't been a new episode in about a month, but here we are with a brand new episode. So without further ado, let's get this shit started. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. That's right, friends. Drunk Discussions is back in your life with Ocho. Ocho going solo this time. I did not get any guests to join me because I just do not have the time right now, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to. I do have some people lined up that I'm trying to do a couple of episodes with. So hopefully those will be coming out in uh, the next month or so. But Like I said, I've been on vacation for the last couple of weeks, so there hasn't been a new episode in about a month, so I just wanted to do something and put something out, create some content, and let you guys know how the the trip was. But before we get into that, as always guys, I would greatly appreciate it if you helped support this podcast. Obviously, you are already listening to it. So what you can do to help support this podcast for free and help it grow, the best thing to do is just share it. Let people know where they can find this podcast if you enjoy it. This podcast is available on most major podcasts and platforms, including but not limited to Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Amazon Music, and of course, podbeandrunkdiscussions.podbean.com. You can also follow the show on social medias at Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or Facebook, facebook.com backslash Discussions. And of course, if you want to help support the show financially, you can make a one-time donation to PayPal, paypal.me backslash Discussions, or you can buy some merch, wear us loud, wear us proud, put us on your chest, shop.spreadshirt.com backslash Discussions. With that out of the way, like I said, I am going to be talking a bit about my vacation on this episode. This is probably going to be just a very quick episode. I'm not going to go into a full-length detail of of the trip because a large portion of the trip was Disney and Universal with my buddy Josh, my co-host of the Ocho and Ortiz Disney podcast. And that, that podcast has actually been on hiatus for a while just because our schedules have been conflicting, but we're trying to rearrange our schedules so we can sit down and find the time to actually record an episode. And the first episode that we obviously want to do upon our return is talking about this Disney trip. So I'm probably not going to get into too much details about that here, but I am going to talk about the trip a little bit, and I'm probably going to do one or two sets of retro commercial reactions 80s Commercial Vault on YouTube, our go-to here at Drunk Discussions. And I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I keep saying our, because I'm so used, I'm so used to co-hosting podcasts. Obviously, I do, I've done the Ocho and Ortiz Disney podcast with Josh. I did the Ocho and Ortiz wrestling podcast for five years, six years with Josh. 
Drunk Discussions was originally co-hosted by myself and Sean, so I'm just so used to saying we when I'm, or are, when I'm talking about the podcast, but this is a solo podcast now, so I'm trying to get out of that, but I'm still going to be saying we and are a lot, and I apologize for that. But yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll, and before I begin, obviously, there is a drinking game. I don't know how much we will be doing it. I, I don't know how much I will be doing it tonight. Anytime I say the phrase really strong, take a drink of whatever you have in front of you. It does not have to be an alcoholic beverage. I understand that people are dealing with sobriety and alcoholism, so and some people just don't like to drink, and that is a-okay. But if you have something in front of you, whether it be water, juice, milk, whatever, if you still want to participate in the drinking game, take a drink anytime I say really strong. It would be a really strong move for you to do so, and on that one, you can take a drink. Tonight, I am drinking a cool, refreshing Blackfly Vodka Crushed Orange. It has been a long time since I've had a Blackfly. It's been probably two months since I've drank a Blackfly on the show, probably a little bit more. I really enjoy Blackfly. I know it's a cooler. I know some people will make fun of people who drink coolers. Coolers aren't for everyone. That's okay. I enjoy them, and uh, it's it's a great drink. It's a nice, tasty, refreshing drink. But man, so Josh goes to Disney all the time, all the time. He goes at least once a year, sometimes twice a year. So Josh knows Disney fairly well. I obviously have not been to Disney since I was a kid. I think the last time I was there was 90. I know I went to Florida in 92 and 94. I definitely went to Disney in 92. I can't remember if we did Disney as part of the 94 trip as well. I think 94 may have been when I was in Univer- when we did Universal because I was a little bit older. So I think 94 we did Universal and maybe Cape Canaveral. And I think 92 we did when I was down there with my family, we did Disney and Bush Gardens, I think. I don't, I know definitely 92, I went to Disney. I can't remember if I did in 94, but either, either way, it has been 20 years or sorry, it's been 30 years or close to 30 years since I had been to Disney. So obviously a lot of things have changed. There's more parks and everything. I didn't get a chance to go to Epcot when I was a kid. Epcot was there, but we didn't get a chance to go there. Got a chance to do pretty much all four of the big Disney parks while we were there this time, Josh and I. We did Magic Kingdom. We did Epcot. We did, I want to say Island of, uh, of Adventure, but that was that was Universal. Um, oh, I can't remember the, an, the, is it just Animal Kingdom? Sorry, give me one sec. Yeah, Animal Kingdom. So... Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney's Hollywood Studios are the four main parks that are part of Disney World. And we we managed to get all four done. We were de- we were there for four days, and then we also did Universal for two days. So we did two days two days Disney World, two days Universal, and then another two days at Disney World. And it was it was it was a blast. Like we got to we got to ride a, we got to ride most of the rides that Josh wanted me to experience. He knows I'm not a big roller coaster guy, 
So we didn't do any, we didn't do really any of the roller coasters. The first ride that he took me on was the Guardians of the Galaxy one, which is a bit of a roller coaster, but it's inside and there's no loops. It just goes around really fast and it spins. But still, it was not, I was not, I was not really prepared for it, especially being the first ride and just shortly having, after having breakfast in the morning, that one, that one went and caught me off guard and completely winded me. I don't know if I would go on Guardians again. Maybe I would, just not as like the first ride of the day. But it is one of those rides that is like super popular and there's a big wait time if you don't get there right, right first thing as soon as the park opens up. Same, same thing with, with the new Star Wars one, Galaxy. I think it's Galaxy's Edge. Although when we went to that on the Tuesday... We did that one. We did that one twice because the lineups, I guess, because it was the it was the middle of the week. It was the day after Labor Day. So I guess there weren't as many. It, it was still a packed park, but it wasn't as packed as it would normally be. So we actually ended up doing Galaxy's Edge for the new Star Wars one twice. And that one was amazing. I, I had a blast on an absolute blast on that ride and <clears throat> normally the wait times for that like anywhere from 80 minutes to two hours or more both times we ended up getting it we were we were watching because you can keep track there's a disney world app that you can download and it'll show you the wait times for all the rides and we noticed the first time that it said that it was only a 40 minute wait and we're like with it being that short, let's just do it. Let's go. And I think we only ended up being like most of that 40 minutes was walking the fucking line up towards the front. Like you weren't really standing that long in line. It was consistent moving and zigzagging. And I think it actually only ended up being a 30, 35 minute wait. So not too bad at all. And then we were doing a whole bunch of the uh, of other stuff in the Star Wars part of of uh, of Disney. And at one point we walked past Galaxy's Edge again and we noticed that this time the wait time only said like 35 or 40 minutes. And Josh is like, hey, do you want to do, do, do Galaxy's Edge again? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So we ended up doing it twice in one day. Super awesome ride. I really fucking enjoyed it. It, it, it is so, so good. It's, it's about like, it's probably about a 15 minute experience from the time that you get to the front of the line and actually get through the full ride it's it's because it's it's not just the ride but there's so much interactive stuff that you do before the ride it's just it was really fun then we also did the millennium the millennium falcon smugglers run that was amazing so it, it was just and it was just really, really good. And then, of course, Epcot, there was a lot of, like, the kids-geared stuff. So, like, Frozen, M Muppets. Um, actually, I think Muppets may have been Hollywood Studios. But, like, uh, the Finding Nemo stuff was at Epcot. So, I mean, it just overall, all the parks were really good. We met, I think we hit every ride... Every non-roller coaster ride at Epcot, we pretty much hit every non-roller coaster ride at Hollywood Studios. 
I don't think we got every ride that we wanted to do at Magic Kingdom. And I know we certainly didn't get every ride that we wanted to do at Animal Kingdom. There was just one thing at Animal Kingdom that we didn't get to do that we wanted to do, or at least that I wanted to do, and that was the Safari ride. And we didn't get to do that. But, I mean, overall, we we, we pretty much did everything that, and, and rode everything that Josh wanted, to, wanted me to experience. And Epcot was having their food and wine festival, so they have, like, different places from, that represent different countries from around the world, and it's supposed to be food from that, popular food from that country. So, of course, we went to the, the Canadian Pavilion part of the Food and Wine Festival, and one of the menu items was a filet mignon steak, and that was actually really good. I think it was about nine and a quarter, or maybe nine seventy-five, but that was really, really fucking good. Obviously, there was a place in the Canada Pavilion for patine. Not good. Not, I am so sorry to anybody that try from a Canadian. I am so sorry for anybody that goes to the food and wine festival at Epcot during its duration and tries the patine. It it was fucking awful. First of all, the the cheese curds were too big. Second of all, they were frozen. You're not supposed to put frozen fucking cheese curds on the patine, motherfuckers. They were frozen. They should have been room temperature and then let the gravy heat them up. No, they were frozen and let the gravy heat them up. It was awful. And then they also put, I think, fucking cream cheese on top of it. Fucking awful. Just pure fucking garbage. I, it, it, was, it, it was an embarrassment to Canada and, to, and specifically to Quebec, where patin originates from. They also, and neither Josh or I tried this, but they also had, as part of the Canadian Pavilion, something that's supposed to be uniquely Canadian, bacon and cheddar cheese soup. I don't know where the fuck they got bacon and cheddar cheese soup from as being a Canadian delicacy. Maybe there are some parts of Canada where that's popular. I don't know. I have never heard of anybody in Canada having bacon and cheddar cheese soup. So I don't know. So if you're Canadian and you're listening to this and, you, and you've had bacon and cheddar cheese soup, let me know. Because I want to know if this is actually a thing somewhere in Canada. Because Josh and I can't believe that it is. But again, the filet mignons were fucking perfect. Absolutely perfect. And the day we went to Magic Kingdom... At nighttime, they did the Mickey Mouse not so scary Halloween party, and you could go on the you could still go on the rides. Plus, they had a trick or treating event, so you could get candy and shit. I think I have. I think I still have my bag of candy. I actually have to check check my luggage. I can't remember. I can't remember if I put that in my suitcase or not. And I haven't completely unpacked yet from from my vacation. So I'm gonna have to check my suitcase and see if I have the candy. I may have accidentally left my candy in Orlando. I'm going to have to double check that. And of course, it, it's, it's still the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World is still ongoing. It started last October because Disney World opened in 19, in October of 1971. And last year, last October marked the 50th anniversary. 
And from what Josh told me is it's like an 18-month celebration. So that is still ongoing. And obviously, there's a lot of 50th anniversary merchandise and stuff there. I I ended up picking up a 50th anniversary suitcase carry-on. I mean, mostly because I wanted it for the 50, for the 50th anniversary, but also because I overbought souvenirs for my friend's kids, and I needed an extra fucking suitcase to bring everything home in. <laughs> But also, I would have bought that anyways, even if I didn't overbuy on souvenirs for my friend's kids. And then Universal was absolutely amazing as well. So Josh Josh talked me into going to Halloween Horror Nights with him. I'm not a Halloween person. I don't like to be scared. So I did two of the haunted houses with him. And then his girlfriend decided that she was going to join us for Horror Nights as well. Because she went, she went down there uh, with Josh. And she was primarily down there for work. But she decided that she wanted to do Halloween Horror Nights. So as soon as she got there, I'm like, all right, peace out. I've got my, I've got my unlimited express line pass. Because the hotel that we stayed at while we were at Universal... It's an expensive hotel, but it automatically gives you the unlimited express line pass for Universal Studios. So I'm like, all right, Josh, your girlfriend's here now. I'm not trying to be a dick and and not be around her, but I don't like being scared. So you can do the haunted houses with her. I'm going to go and do like the the regular rides. So I pieced out to, to Islands Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and ended up doing the rides over there. Did the King Kong ride, the Spider-Man ride, the Jurassic Park, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park, the the water ride there. I almost said Jurassic World, but it's it's Jurassic Park in Universal in, in Orlando, and then Jura- Jurassic World at Universal out in California. So I did a I, I did a bunch of the rides that I want to do at at Islands of Adventure, and I mean. Pretty much covered all the rides that Josh wanted to go on with me, wanted to to take me on the next day, because <laughs> we were gonna do we were gonna do the first day just at regular Universal, and then the second day we were gonna do Islands of, of Adventure. But I fucked off to Islands of, of Adventure during the first night for during Halloween Horror Night, and pretty much did all the rides that Josh was planning on taking us on. We still went the next day and went on a lot, a lot of those same rides. But right after, <laughs> so we went on the, what is it, the Popeye's Whitewater Rafting River Ride. Got ab- I got absolutely fucking soaked on it. And then after that, we went, we, we went on the Jurassic Park Water Ride again. Got soaked from that again. And then we were, wa- we were walking back to the locker where we had put our stuff in. Well, where we had put our, most of our stuff. I was a dumbass and kept my watch on, kept my kept my wallet on, kept my wallet in my pocket, kept my I had a, a card holder with with business cards in it, had that in my pants pocket. So I'm like, nah, it's it's fine. Everything's protected inside. I'm not gonna get that wet. No, I got fucking drenched on that whitewater rafting ride. All all the money in my wallet was soaked. The business cards that. If, that I had for this podcast that were in the metal business card holder, they were fucking soaked. 
and I had to throw those out. The money, <laughs> the wet money, I ended up uh, just taking a blow dryer to when we got when we got back to the hotel. But everything was soaked because I was a dumbass. And then it started to fucking rain. And I mean, it was it would rain. It pretty much rained every day, anyways, during that trip. As I was told by my Uber driver when I was being picked up from Orlando, because before I went to Orlando to do Disney World and Universal with Josh, I had gone to Tampa. So I was in Tampa Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because I wanted to. I'm still trying to do as many different baseball stadiums from around Major League Baseball as possible. And obviously, the last two years of the pandemic have have put a damper on that. So while we were down there, Orlando, Tampa, they're fairly close. Orlando, Miami, fairly close. So it was either a Rays game or a Marlins game that I was trying to get to. Marlins were out of town during the time that I would have been down there. So I was like, okay, the Rays are at home. I would prefer to see them playing the Jays because I am a Jays fan, but they were playing the Yankees. So, but again, I just, I just want to try to get to as many different ballparks as possible. So this is now officially my third one. I've now done City Field, Nationals Park, and now Tropicana Field, and obviously Skydome here in, here in Toronto. I was supposed to do Fenway in 2020, but again, that got fucked up because of the pandemic. Anyways, so I was in, I was in Tampa the first couple of days. Decided to just take the Amtrak train from Tampa to Orlando because it was only like an hour and a half, two hour, two hour train ride. And it was only like 14 fucking dollars. So I'm like, yeah, I'd rather pay $14 for like an, a 90 minute train ride than pay whatever it would have cost for flying from Tampa International to Orlando Airport. So I just took the train there. And then from the train station, I took an Uber to, to the hotel that we were staying at in Orlando. And on the way, it was, it was raining. And I remember something that, that my driver said. He said, I don't know why everyone gets so crazy when it rains in Orlando. It literally rains every day in Orlando. You can set your watch to it. Every day at 3 o'clock, it's going to rain and last for about half an hour. You got, everyone's going to be fine. I don't know why everyone panics about the rain. That Uber driver was super awesome. Sorry, Lyft, Lyft driver. And he was right. Pretty much every day there was rain while we were in Orlando and every day it would rain. It would only last about half hour. But the day we were, the second day we were at Universal doing Islands of Adventure. And of course it was right after we had done the water rides and we're already soaked. Starts to rain. We figure, okay, well, our lockers are in, uh, is underneath like a sort of covered tent eating area. We're like, we'll get our stuff out of the lockers and then we'll just like sit down and wait it out for half an hour. No, the, the rain lasted for like five hours. It was on it. I mean, the initial rain was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. And then it was on and off for the next five. So we're already soaked from the from the water rides. Now we're getting soaked from the rain. So by the time we get back to the hotel, we are just drenched. Our clothes are just completely wet. And I ended up catching a bit of a cold from it. I, I still have a bit of a, a of a cough and, and a runny nose. The runny nose is mostly gone. The cough is still lingering, but it's better than what it was. And so then, as I said, 
after Universal, we did another two days at Disney. We did Magic Kingdom again. We did Epcot again. We pretty much did all the stuff that we had already done. But, you know, we had two days to kill and, you know, it, it was a good time. It, I, I had I had an absolute blast. I, I can understand why Josh goes there at least once a year because it's just it's so fun going down there. It is it, it can get crazy expensive. I spent a lot more money than I intended to. I, I think overall on the entirety of my trip, I think I spent maybe six thousand sixty five hundred. That's between Tampa, Orlando, and then the last leg of my vacation, I was in Halifax for a couple of days. Now, I flew from Orlando to Halifax on September 11th, and it was, I'm not going to get into the whole September 11th thing. Obviously, what happened back in 2001 was a tragedy, but the day I flew out, my, my feet were so blistered from all the walking that we had done at Disney and Universal. We're looking at about 20, at least 23 to 25,000 steps each day for like six days. And I'm not used to that much walking. I maybe get anywhere from 10 to 12,000 steps a day. So I was doing double the amount of walking that I normally do. My feet were complete. I could barely stand at the airport. I got to the hotel in Halifax and I just completely collapsed on the bed for about an hour, maybe two hours. And then I eventually got up and went down to the restaurant that they had in the hotel, had something to eat. Monday, my feet were just as bad. They were just as bad. But I got to sleep in a little. I slept in until about 10... 30, 11 o'clock, but my feet were still sore. And I was in Dartmouth. I was about, Google Maps had it had listed Dartmouth Crossing as about a 25 minute walk from the hotel that I was staying at. And my dumb ass was like, you know what? I know I can normally walk faster than what it says on Google Maps. I can probably get there in about 15, 20 minutes. No, my feet were still killing me. And Dartmouth Crossing, because I'm a dumbass and didn't do my my research beforehand, I just assumed Dartmouth Crossing was like a mall. But it's like a strip mall where you just get a bunch of different stores in like a block. But it's like six, eight blocks wide. It's huge. There, The stores are all over the place. So my dumbass walked. And man, it just, it absolutely fucking killed my feet again. And I, I mean, I ended up going to Swiss Chalet for dinner that day. Shout out to Swiss Chalet. I know I've mocked Swiss Chalet before. I think I've said on this show when Katie was on that that Nova Scotia does not have any Swiss Chalets because they can't they can't afford them. <laughs> but Nova Scotia does indeed have Swiss Chalets, and. Yeah, so then after I went to Swish LA, I walked to Walmart, got some stuff that I knew that I would need while I was staying in Halifax, got some uh, got some basic like laundry detergent and stuff because I knew I had laundry that I was going to have to do before I came back to Toronto, got some snacks, got a case of water, and I just took an took an Uber back to the back to the hotel. One because there was no way I could fucking walk anyways, but 
uh, especially with a ca- carrying groceries in a case of water. So I, I just grabbed the, the Uber. The second day in, in Halifax, I ended up going to the Halifax Shopping Center, wandering around there for a bit. My feet were a bit, were feeling a bit better on, on that day. That would have been the Tuesday. Still not fully healed, but better than what they were on Sunday, Monday. So I walked around. Then I ended up going into Halifax and going to the boardwalk. Wanted to go to a restaurant on the boardwalk that I had gone to with my grandfather when he took me out to Halifax back in 2016, but it was closed for a private function. So I ended up going to the Bicycle Thief for dinner because it became it, it because it came highly recommended to me. I had multiple people tell me that I needed to go to the Bicycle Thief while I was in Halifax, and that place was so fucking packed. I don't know if that was a rarity. I don't know if there was some sort of event going on there as well. When I got in line, they were turning away people. Uh, they were turning away anybody that was there to, with two or more. They were basically telling everyone that it was at least an hour and ten minute wait. So I got up to the front and I was like, "So it's like an hour and ten minute wait." And they're like, "How many in your party?" I'm like, "Just one." They were they were like, "Oh, okay. We can actually put you at the bar right now if you don't mind sitting at the bar." I'm like, you know what? I'll sit at the bar. I sat right at the very edge of the bar where all the waiters and waitresses are coming in and out to get the to get the food orders from the kitchen. So, not the greatest spot because with how busy it was, there were con it was a constant flow of movement and of people coming in and out, and I'm sitting there trying not to like, you know, put my arm on the counter and accidentally elbow somebody as they're walking by. But man, the food was amazing. The food was absolutely fucking amazing. I had a beef sirloin, medium rare. It, it, it was it was so, so fucking good. Absolutely delicious. I think I would have liked the Bicycle Thief a little bit more if I was there with somebody because it definitely seems like an atmosphere type place, like a place that's more enjoyed when you're with, with people. Because there was a lot of people there and a lot of people were like just sort of, you know, shit talking with each other. Even people that didn't know each other. And I don't know. I just felt a little alone there based on the atmosphere and vibe from when I was there. But the food was absolutely delicious. I would love to get back there and and have somebody with me when when I go eat there. But yeah, shout out to the Bicycle Thief. Really, really fucking amazing food. Their servers, their their bartenders, their, their wait staff absolutely fucking incredible and shout out to the cooks as well who made the food absolutely fucking fantastic wednesday was a wasted day because i just felt lazy so i ended up just going into dartmouth crossing again and going to the movie theater and watching elvis for the second time because i had seen it here in toronto before i left for vacation but uh, yeah i didn't really have anything planned for for the the Wednesday, so I just wait pretty much wasted the day in bed for most of the day, and then ended up going into into Dartmouth Crossing, having lunch and dinner there, and then going to 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 the movies. And then Thursday, I went back into Halifax Waterfront and just wandered around there some more. I mean, that was a long day just because you know I wasn't driving out in Halifax, and I didn't want to just keep wasting money on Ubers. So when I was in the Halifax Shopping Center on the Tuesday, I ended up buying bus tickets and I was taking public transit. 
Well, with public transit, it was about an hour, hour and 15 minutes to and from my hotel into the the Halifax waterfront. So, I mean, three hours of my day was pretty much on just traveling. So I didn't spend, uh, I didn't end up spending as much time the second time at, at the waterfront, but it was still a nice day. My last, my last full day there, it was still, it was still a nice, pleasant day. Just walked around killing, killing time and, uh, walking the boardwalk. Then Friday, I flew back home to Toronto. And when I got to Toronto, my checked bag, which had all my souvenirs and stuff, all the stuff that I had bought from my friend's kids, did not arrive in Toronto with me. So I had to fill out a lost baggage claim. So I I filled out the lost baggage claim, and I do have air tags on on my luggage. I actually had two two air tags on that particular suitcase, and on my way home, when I was about five minutes away from my house, I got pinged on both of the air tags saying that my suitcase had ended up in Calgary and I went on the WestJet app and I checked the flights that day and there was a my flight from Halifax to Toronto left at three o'clock in the afternoon there was another flight from Halifax to Calgary that left at 310 10 minutes after my flight to Toronto so my luggage obviously ended up on that Calgary flight but I I that was just from my air tags, right? So I still hadn't received official notice from WestJet yet from the from the lost luggage claim that I had filled out that that's where my luggage was. So this is I this is at like 7 7:30 at night when I'm getting pinged on on my luggage tags. It wasn't until about 11, 10:30 11 o'clock Toronto time when I finally got the notification from from WestJet that that my luggage had ended up in Calgary. So I called and talked to their customer service team and I asked them how long it would take to send back to uh, to get back to Toronto. There's a they said there's a flight leaving from Calgary to Toronto overnight. It should arrive it should be arriving in Toronto about six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, awesome. They're like, and then from from there we'll we'll just deliver the we'll deliver the luggage straight to you. I'm like, okay, how long is it gonna take to get the luggage delivered from Pearson to me? Is it gonna be like, are they gonna is somebody gonna deliver it same day? And they didn't have that answer for me. They didn't know if it was gonna be delivered same day or if it wasn't gonna be shipped out until the workday on Monday. So I'm like, all right, can you just make a note? that once it arrives in Toronto, give, uh, give me a call and I will personally pick it up from Pearson Airport once once it reaches there. They're like, okay, we can do that. So Saturday, I get the I get the call, I get the voicemail saying my luggage is there, yada, yada, yada. So I end up going to Pearson Airport, taking the TTC and the UP Express. I mean, it was probably about, it was probably about a total of, four hours traveling time, maybe four and a half, just because the the UP Express only runs like once every half hour. And I just missed the UP Express from from Union Station going to Pearson Airport. And then when I was going from Pearson Airport back to Union, the UP Express was already there. 
but we had to wait while they did the COVID cleaning. So that was about another half hour wait. So I waited about an hour just for the UP Express. So you take that away. It was probably about three hours uh, total travel time. It was probably an hour and a half there, hour and a half back. And then plus the half hour wait each way for the UP Express added an hour. So it was, I spent like four hours, four hours, 15 minutes of my day on Saturday just traveling to and from Pearson. But I'd rather just have my suitcase that day than not knowing exactly when it's going to be delivered to my door. So I had no issue and I had no plans on the, on the Saturday anyways. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it all. It's fine. I'll, I'll just go do, go get it myself. But yeah, so that, that was my, that was my trip. And it was, a it was a really strong trip. And I haven't, I haven't said that the entire episode. So I'll say it again. Really strong tip, really strong trip. Take three drinks now. I was going to do some retro commercials, but the episode is already at 43 minutes. So I, I, I ended up talking a lot more about the trip than I anticipated. So I'm going to end things here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I do have some people, some guests that I have lined up that I'm trying to get on the show. And no, it's not just Rob, Katie, and Ethan again. Although, yes, I want to get Rob, Katie, and Ethan back on the show. But it's not just them that I'm, I'm trying to get on the show. I have other people as well that I want to try to get on the show. So hopefully in the next few episodes, you'll be hearing some, some different guests. But again, also, like I said off the top, guys, if you're listening to the show, you've already found it. But I would greatly appreciate if you'd help this show grow by letting other people know where they can find it. The show is available on most major podcasts and platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, which I think I may have already said, and Podbean, drunkdiscussions.podbean.com. You can follow this show on social medias at DrunkDPodcast, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com backslash DrunkDiscussions. And if you want to help support the show financially, you can make a one-time donation to the paypal page paypal.me backslash drunk discussions or you can buy some merch from spreadshirt shop.spreadshirt.com backslash drunk discussions and as always guys whether you're listening to this show in the morning the afternoon the evening whatever time of day it is where you are when you're listening i appreciate you listening i thank you for listening and i will talk to you all again very very soon Bye bye